Warning, this episode contains adult language and mature themes which are not intended for younger or more sensitive listeners. You have been warned. Welcome back to the profound graveyard of sound, this spooky show. I see what you did there. Yeah. (laughs) Because honestly, who doesn't love a good spooky sound effect? It usually involves xylophones because as we all know, that is the soundtrack of skeletons. Indeed. (laughs) And we are the villainous trio of crypt kicking xylophone virtuosos, the ghoul babes. It's the music they play when skeletons are dancing. Yes. Is that your (laughs) intro? No. No, it's not but it's just a fun note about xylophones. (laughs) There is no Christmas, only Yule. I'm Vivian. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) My favorite Christmas song is about the slaughter of infants. True story, it's the Coventry Carol. And I'm Lauren. (laughs) This season, I'm going to have a little bit of the bubble. Michael bubble. No! I'm Jay. (laughs) You made the Michael. You, I believe you. For I that. stole your joke. You made no! the Michael Bubbly joke. I did make the little bit of the Michael Bubbly joke. <laughs> I love. I do like boobles. I I like Michael boobles. Boobles. Yes. <laughs> I call them boobles. Ham and ham and boobles. Yes. <laughs> hey, look, everybody! It's bubbles. It's buble. It's buble. <laughs> it's French. He's bubbles from Powerpuff Girls. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> so full disclosure. For everybody listening who's mm-hmm. listened to our last podcast, when you hex someone, Aww. make sure you use real chicken bones. Thought it was common sense. I thought that too, but you know, apparently, I guess the, the fuck ins- not. The instructions weren't clear enough. <laughs> instructions unclear. Dick stuck in ceiling fan. All of our <laughs> invisible interns could find for us at the last minute were chicken nuggets. Aww. Not even dino. I ate some of them. While they were delicious, they don't make for a lasting curse. So after a short time spent as a mutated frog child, the spell wore off and... (sighs) Quincy is back. Hi. Hi. So, clearly, besides the fact that those interns are, well, not human anymore, we need to figure out what we're going to do for the next sacrifice. So, what should we do? I mean, um, I mean, Christmas is right around the corner. It's true. We could beat we could him freeze with freeze him. Could freeze him, or we could not get our hands dirty at all. Oh, we mm. could just give him to Krampus. Ooh, just give him to Krampus. Just hand him right the just fuck a, over. Just a bow around his neck, and here you go. And there you go. As we know, der, Kr- der Krampus ist ein Flammenwerfer. Der, Kr- yes. der Krampus ist ein Flammenwerfer. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about that? We're going to give you to Krampus. You're going to make some new friends. What do you think? So they're going to get a good bow out of it. So. Yeah, he gets a bow out of it. Yeah. I mean, our track record is admittedly not very good. So yeah, he very well may just be getting a bow out of this. But you know what? I have I have faith in Krampus. Yes. Intention. As you all should. Intention. Intention. And this week, in a very special, heartwarming holiday episode, oh. we're going to discuss the greatest story ever told. Home Alone? Yeah, no, not that one. Oh. Not that one. And not that one either. That's not this kind of show. <laughs> White Christmas. No. Uh, 
Christmas story. Uh, 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 no, but close. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out? Get out. Oh, go. Just. And I'm the one being given away. Krampus, take them both. Take them both. <laughs> two, two for, for one. one. Exactly. There it's you go. A t- it's and a it's, twofer. You don't even have to beat them with branches of birch. We'll already do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be pre-beaten. It's an easy job. Of course, we're going to be talking about monsters and creatures of myth and legend that surround the holiday season. Many cultures have different stories and tales that involve the holidays and Christmas time. And what better way to educate as well as horrify Mm -hmm. than pitting them in a brutal death match versus each other? Uh, Brutal death match. You've heard of celebrity death match? No. I'm going to throw a chair. (laughs) Chair shot. (laughs) That's crevice from the top rope. (laughs) If we don't describe these fights as wrestling... We have, we have failed. I have to be like like Jim Ross about it, though. I have to be like, Krampus! 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 Stone cold! <laughs> I love him. He is an absolute treasure. Lux is like, what the fuck are you doing? Poor Lux. <laughs> so- I have my angry cotton ball with me again. And she is not having it today. Well. Well. You punched her. <laughs> I did not! I didn't hit her! I did not. I did, I did not. not hit her. I oh, did hi, not. Lux. Oh, hi, Lux. <laughs> oh, hi, Krampus. So, oh, hi, diabetes squirrel. <laughs> How does this work? Two legends go in. Mm-hmm. One legend leaves. <gasps> Thunderdome oh. rules are now in effect, people. And may the odds be ever in your favor. You break oh. a deal, you face the wheel. <laughs> so to that end, to find out who's facing off against who, joining us again... Drumroll, everybody. The Cursed Cauldron of Deciding! Yay! Oh, good to see you too, Cauldron. So, how this is going to work. We've placed the names of various holiday monsters, myths, and legends in the cauldron. We're going to round robin take turns pulling two out at a time, and then we'll read a little about each one and take a vote on which one we think would best the other in Mortal Kombat! That would normally be a cue for a loud 90s techno music, but yeah, ASCAP fees are expensive. <laughs> Sounds fun. All right, so without further ado, let's get to our first grudge match. All right. I did. Why do I have to go first this time? Pick one. Fine. <laughs> I always go first. Pick your, choose your fighter. <laughs> choose. Choose wisely. Oh no, they're sticking together. No tag teams! Oh. <laughs> oh, there's some, like, eyeball gunk in there from last time. Yeah, yeah I got Sticky. some under my nail. It's never coming out. Round one. Fight! <laughs> I got Yule Lads. Sweet. All right, and I got Mari Lloyd. Ooh. I know. An interesting one. That's, this is going to be an interesting one. All right. So, Yule Lads. All right. So the Yule Lads, also known as the Yulas Vinar, yes. <laughs> sure. um, are a tradition that originates in Iceland. So if you're a kid in Iceland, you either get eaten by a giant cat mm-hmm. or visited by 13. Count them. 13. One, two, three. Don't literally two. count them. <laughs> We're not counting sheep. <laughs> 13 benevolent trolls who leave gifts. It's like having 13 very small Santa Clauses running around. 
which I can imagine would be very crowded and confusing while trying to <laughs> hand out gifts. I just, I just think of, uh, they all talk in that weird, like, high-pitched lollipop guild voice, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> 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 we're coming to give you gifts. <laughs> that was my shoe. You stuffed my shoe. You stuffed my shoe last time. <laughs> Get out of the window. As tradition dictates, children will leave out one of their shoes on a windowsill for the Yule Lads. Good children will receive treats and candy, while bad children will be left the not-so-subtle gift of rotting potatoes. Ooh, yum. Rotting potato. I guess it's better than taking a shit in your shoe, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good children get candy, while bad children get surprises <laughs> of a different kind. Get turds. <laughs> I take it down from the window. It's the Yule Log. Mom, I got a Yule Log again. This one has corn in it. Yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't have robbed that kid the other day, Francois. Francois? Francois? It was the first name I could think of. Jorgen? Jorgen? Yuri? I wasn't even actually going Icelandic. It was literally (laughs) the first name that popped into my head. It was Francois. I'm just surprised because you're such a Viva La Bam fan. I am. That you didn't go with Jorgen or Yuri. That's true, actually. Huge fan. Anyway... Apparently, the Yule Lads used to be a lot creepier back in the day, but in 1746, parents were banned from tormenting their kids with monster stories about these little fellas, so today they are mostly benign, save for some mischievous tricks. That's bullshit. I would want to scare my kids. Like, you can't tell me I can't scare my kids. So, that's true. (laughs) Don't tell me how to raise my kids, nor how to scare them. Nor how to terrify them. I know how to scare my kids, thanks. I don't need you to tell me not to scare my kids. (laughs) The Yule Lads are Sheepcoat Claude. He tries to suckle ewes in the farmer's sheep shed. So he tries to drink sheep's milk. Okay, this is getting weird. All right. Gully Gawk. He steals foam from uh, buckets of cow milk. See. Just the foam. How, just the foam. Just the foam, not the actual milk. That's oddly specific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stubby. Stubby. Stubby, This y'all. is gonna be good. He's short and steals food from frying pans. <laughs> I don't like that I'm tagged in this article. Take it down. That's okay, I'm the next one. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is spoon liquor. <laughs> what does he do? He what? licks spoons. <laughs> Imagine that! Sam, the next one. I'm in your house right now licking all of your spoons. Um, there's also Pot Scraper, a.k.a. Pot Licker. You're there's a, a dirty licking light licker. Um, he steals unwashed pots and licks them clean. That seems helpful and not mischievous. Right? But he is very distinctly different from Bowl Licker. Oh, oh. Who steals bowls of food from under the bed. Back in the old days, Iceland Icelanders used to sometimes store bowls of food there, convenient for midnight snacking, I guess. I guess so. I mean, I do that now. <laughs> so just just a bowl of just... Of like, just it's spaghetti. Yeah, just spaghetti. <laughs> just cold spaghetti, and she just pulls it out from under the bed and eats it with her hands. I just have straight up spaghetti <laughs> under my bed. Do you have worse SpaghettiOs? Just a cold bowl of SpaghettiOs? <laughs> Scoops it out with her hands. Whoa. Oh, I got a Frank in that last one. It Whoa. must be my birthday. <laughs> oh, just you wait. Oh, just I wait. Yeah. So the next one is Door Slammer. 
stomps around and slams doors, keeping everyone away. I'm sure that was one of my neighbors at an apartment I used to live at. Oh god, it's like that vine. I don't get no sleep because of y'all. Y'all ain't getting no sleep because of me. me. <laughs> There's also Skyrogobbler. He eats up all the Icelandic yogurt. Not all of it. Aw, save some for us. Not me. I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah, she can't have any. It's true. Uh, just what you were waiting for. Uh, sausage swiper. Swipe, oh. Sausage swiper, no swiping. Sausage swiper, no swiping. Sausage swiper, no swiping. <laughs> Too late. He loves stolen sausages. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, everybody. Not, not legitimately always, acquired sausages. It always tastes better when it's stolen. It's true. It tastes sweeter. Please don't take any advice from us. No, please do, actually. <laughs> Here comes just do a it. long list of do like... Do it, do it, do it! <laughs> the gold lives are not responsible for... <laughs> any stolen sausages. <laughs> So there's also Window Peeper. Oh, I know that motherfucker. I know that. <laughs> His I know that Ted. asshole. No. Um, he likes to creep outside windows and sometimes steal the stuff he sees inside. Yeah, One I of the you more, I, I guess, dude. like normal ones. Um, door sniffer. <laughs> what? Um, what? But, but he does not sniff doors. Odd. Okay, the other ones have been fairly on so far, so let's see. Uh, he has a huge nose. And an insatiable Rude. appetite for stolen baked goods. Not sausages, though. Not sausages. Because that, that's no, we got stolen, baked like... goods covered. We got milk covered. We got the, the yogurt covered. They're really just having a buffet. Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> They're having auditions for new Yule lads, and it's like, what do you do? I steal food. Ah, ah, ah. Sausage swiper already steals sausages. Already that. What's your gimmick? Yeah, make something else. All right, fine. I guess I steal baked goods. <laughs> and I'll call myself door sniffer. Oh, okay. You sniff doors? No. No. <laughs> it's the one thing I don't sniff. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it just gets worse and worse and the more I think about listen. it. And then we have two more. Um, meat Hook. He snatches up any meat left out, especially smoked lamb. That's my name. Meat Hook. My like, name is Meat Hook. That sounds like a like a, just a villain from a horror movie. Kind of does. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> a really a bad terrible one. horror a really movie. Um, and then the last one is Candle Beggar. He steals candles, <laughs> which used to be sought after items in Iceland. So, like, oh, if he's stealing used to them, be. if he's stealing them, he's not begging for them. He's, he should yeah, be candle stealer. Candle, st- candle st- swiper. Candle swiper. Candle sniffer, even. Yeah. yeah he, just, he just goes into, like, the Bed Bath and Beyond and smells the candles. Me. He just, he just goes that into, one. He just goes into Yankee Candle, just smells them all, and goes, nice, that was nice, and just leaves. Can I help you? <laughs> just looking. Yeah. <laughs> just smelling. Uh, uh. Uh. He, he tells all those dad jokes that, like, all the associates just hate, and they're like, oh, aren't you cute? And then they walk into the back and roll their eyes. God, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the Yule Lads versus... Mari Lloyd. Ding, ding. Ew. All right, so Mari Lloyd, originating around the 1800s in Wales, the Mari, Mari Lloyd, even, pardon me, originating around the 1800s in Wales, the Mari Lloyd is a horse's skull mounted on a stick and decorated with ribbons. That sounds freaking sweet. Sounds festive as hell. It, it looks amazing. Oh, and those ribbons make it so pretty. Oh, gosh, like, you're so pretty, Mari. It's like my little dead pony. <laughs> my little dead pony. <laughs> My little Mari. <laughs> See, I was gonna sing it. I went, my little dead pony. <laughs> and then I went, let's not do that. 
it is said that the tradition is associated with the practice of wassailing, which means both to go from house to house at Christmas singing carols and to drink plentiful amounts of alcohol and enjoy oneself with others in a noisy, lively way. Which, side note, I was a madrigal in high school. We sang all about the wassailing and walked around and sang and... We drank apple juice and everyone told us it was wassail. <laughs> wassail is no joke. I would. That stuff will mess you up. <laughs> Clearly. They I mean, got you, a horse you start out singing Christmas carols and the evening ends with you drunk as fuck with a horse's head on a stick. <laughs> Decorated with ribbons. God damn. That's, and that is how the wassailers do. <laughs> I'm sure there was plenty of alcohol involved in Mari Lloyd's creation. It is actually a pagan ritual, believe it or not. If you listen to our last episode. Go listen to our last episode yes. if you haven't. Yes. It fits yes. in nicely here. <laughs> uh, between Christmas and New Year's, the Mari Lloyd is carried around the village by a group of men. Though it's 2019 now, I'm pretty sure women can carry around a horse skull. Just as good as any man, goddammit. We can do the chair thing. <laughs> the group goes around knocking on doors, singing songs, and when the inhabitants answer the door, they're challenged to a panko, and we're all going to learn what that is together. Shooting rhyming insults at one another in exchange for food and drink. It's a Welsh rap battle. <laughs> you must literally beat a dead horse in a rap battle. In a rap battle. That's actually amazing. So... Before we decide who wins between the two of these, I just want us to have a brief, <laughs> brief imagining of what the Welsh rap battle would be with a dead horse. You just fucking, oh, I love it. You just open up the, the door and there's a fucking dead horse skull just sitting there with its little cheesy smile. Like, meanwhile, yo, your mama's so fat. She, I can't rap. <laughs> Wait, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> None of that. All right, so. I can tell you a mama joke. The stats. So we got 13 strangely gifted little trolls who like to steal and take and sniff and lick specific things. <laughs> very, very klepto of them. Right, we got, a, we got a band of 13 kleptos and we've got a dead horse's head on a stick. With covered people. in ribbons. Covered in ribbons <laughs> that you have to rap battle to defeat. That's amazing. So. I would lose. I can't rap. <laughs> in this grudge match, who do we think wins? Well, I mean. Pitch, plead your case. Uh, let's hear it, Mary. Mari, thank you. <laughs> Can be pronounced both ways. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say... <laughs> Except it doesn't do that Nay. anymore because it's but they can't do that anymore. It's can, day. Can it be pronounced both ways? Nay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure like oh god, I was given the short end of the dead horse stick because <laughs> but it, uh, it's already dead. It's already defeated. Wilbur. <laughs> that was crazy good. No, it's already dead, it's already defeated, but in in, in its defense, I will say. I can't rap. That thing would fuck me up. Like, I think I'd be crying for days in my shower, just, like, huddled up like, oh, dead horse just rap-battled me almost to death. <laughs> I mean, not to play devil's advocate for you, but I think you're missing kind of, like, a big thing. A thing that's on a stick 
That's very heavy. It's heavy. It's a horse's head. You oh, could so all you have to do is like have a willing participant to grab a hold of the stick and just swing it the fuck around. I mean, around. you could bash these little trolls with that thing all day long. That or just like pop it off and bowl them over. <laughs> that too. That's a good one. It's kind of like that like that question. It's like that question where people ask, "How many nine year olds do you think you could beat up in a row?" About a baker's dozen. About a baker's dozen. Nay. <laughs> 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 Okay, so cool. I could go ahead and do that. And then, well, I was trying not to play devil's advocate for yours, so you, you'll probably make the point for me, though. Maybe. Go ahead. I mean, first of all, numbers. Yeah. That that was my point. versus one. That was my point. Um, I, I mean, mean, he got a whole road crew that rap with him, so. That's yeah. true. Like, he's but styling and profiling. Just, just stick with me here. Okay. You know that age old at age old adage, time old at I don't know fucking words. Tale as old as time. Yes, fucking words. Rhyme. (laughs) Something I can't say. (laughs) Okay, Eminem. Anyway, (laughs) they say if somebody is coming at you and like trying to like stab you or attack you or whatever, Mm -hmm. if you act crazy. They will leave you alone. That is, that is how the so, so I'm just saying, if your band of merry men and <laughs> Marie Lloyd showed up, and you just saw a small little troll licking all the spoons, <laughs> oh hell no! I'm really out of here. Fight him. <laughs> and one just stuffing his pockets with sausages. <laughs> is that motherfucker licking spoons? What, what what are you doing? Why are you looking in that window? <laughs> One just got a giant-ass nose. Like, come on. Are you really going to fight him? To be perfectly honest, I'm pretty sure the Yule Lads take this one. I concede. (laughs) All because of the spoon liquor. Because of the spoon liquor in particular. I feel you, spoon liquor. I do. (laughs) So is that the determination that the Yule Lads take this one for sheer numbers and wackiness? And wackiness, because nobody wants to fight a crazy. That's Uh, that's very Nobody wants to fight one crazy person, let alone 13 13 of them. (laughs) Yay! You won. Ding, ding. <laughs> All right. So on to round two. Round two. Do stuff. <laughs> I mean, who's picking? Uh, I'll go ahead and pick another. Hand it over. How you doing, Cauldron? Doing okay, Cauldron? It's yeah. Cranky. Oh, it is Sounds a little hungry. cranky. That's okay. I, I have no I have no cauldron food. I'm just gonna take stuff out of it. Ow, don't bite. <laughs> Alright. There's that. Okay. Round, round two. Do, Do stuff. stuff. Do stuff. <laughs> so what's yours? I got Frau Perchta. Oh, okay. I got Hans Trapp. Oh. They both sound very German, yeah. Yeah, very German. Yeah. <laughs> Hans and Franz. <laughs> Hans and Perchta. So I got Frau Perchta, which is different than Frau Bluka. Oh, wait. Wait, that ties back. (laughs) So Frau Perchta is well known in southern Germany and Austria. She is viewed as a female counterpart to Krampus. Depicted as an old lady with a beaked nose made of iron. That's pretty badass. Already. Dressed in rags and carrying a cane. On the night of the Feast of the Epiphany... Berchtentag, 
Perchta will slip into your home, and if you have been well-behaved and your home is in order, and you've left out the traditional bowl of porridge for her, she will leave a silver coin in your shoe. If you've been naughty or neglected your duties and her porridge, she will disembowel you and replace your innards with rocks and straw. Oh, that's amazing. And that's <laughs> very similar to how I act when I don't get my food. Right? Like, oh, you didn't leave me my porridge? Oh, where the fuck is my... Oh, you gonna die tonight. Someone go... Oh, Someone go learn today. I'm sorry. I was under the impression that you liked your organs. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to make my porridge myself with your organs. With your, with organs. your organs. Sounds delicious. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot the porridge. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So as for Hans Trap. Hans Trapp is yet another anti-Santa who punishes the children of France. Legend says Hans, Hans Trapp was a greedy, rich Scrooge type who worshipped the devil. Just like Scrooge. You know. <laughs> <laughs> just like Scrooge McDuck. Wait. Wait. Right. You just, you can't tell me that man didn't dabble in devil work every he now He dove in coins. You can't do that as a normal person. Absolutely That's not. true. He sold his soul specifically Witchcraft. to dive into a bunch of coins. You would dive into coins normally. That that's just a solid. Exactly. It's, it's not a liquid. I can just imagine like that little exchange there. Like, all right, I got your soul. What do you want in exchange? I want to be able to dive into a whole room of gold coins like it was a pool. It's like, and the what? devil was like, "Word, <laughs> all right, all right. That's all I got to do. Shit, that's all you had to say. <laughs> you had me at gold coins." So Hans Trapp was excommunicated from the Catholic Church. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> Seems totally uncalled for. So unfair. <laughs> and he was exiled to the forest where he preyed upon children. As one does when you're excommunicated and ex- exiled to the forest, you know? It's the law. I'm pretty something. sure. That's, a, that's written somewhere. Yeah. In a book. Also, that no one talks about. Yes. Yeah, it's like the law or it something, is. basically. <laughs> when you're excommunicated and exiled to the forest, you have to prey upon children. It's, it's written in a book. It's written in a book. Let's take a book. A book, Luke. <laughs> so when he preyed upon children, this is the best part. Oh, boy. Okay. He was dressed as a scarecrow. What? <laughs> For no fucking reason. <laughs> For no reason at all. But see, I told you, scarecrows are shifty. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes are we sure he was out. dressed as a scarecrow? Are we sure he was just, he, like, had twigs and stuff sticking out of his clothes because he was exiled to the woods? <laughs> right? To the, to the woods, mama. mama. <laughs> Like, he probably just had branches and shit sticking out of his hair, and he's like, I've been in here for four days! Someone calls someone, and they're like, a scarecrow! Oh, ah! No! <laughs> I told you, scarecrows are shifty as hell. I don't I don't blame anybody for being like, nope, scarecrow, get the fuck away. <laughs> poor Hans. I know, poor Hans. He was just trying to ask for help. He was just lost help. in the forest, and he was just trying to get out. <laughs> so one day, this, this actually might kind of blow a hole in okay, that theory. Okay, no fair. Fair. One day, he caught a young boy, and just as he was about to eat him, oh, well. yes, eat him, because <laughs> apparently him. he eats children, Okay, he was struck by lightning and killed. As, oh, is, I mean, as one is. Which was supposedly a punishment from God. Like, I oh, mean, you, not only are you excommunicated from the church and you follow the church of Satan, you're trying to eat this kid. Zap. <laughs> Zap. I just Zap. wonder why God didn't do it for the first kid, because apparently yeah. kids would just go missing. Oh, God didn't do it for the first kid. There was something about that last kid, something though. It was the straw that broke the it camel's back. That forest was just apparently God's blind spot. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have to revisit that. Was that a pun? Huh? You said the straw that broke the camel's back. Ah! Uh, <laughs> it was not, but I approve. Awesome. 
Awesome, and I, I made that happen. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you brought it up. I'm sorry, Spooky Nation. I just It just comes naturally. <laughs> All right, so the rest of the story. So the punishment from God, and now his spirit, for some reason, visits young children before the holidays in order to scare them into acting good. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I lived in the woods and I ate people. You better be good. I mean, what? Why? Get out of my room. Get, all right. Who the fuck are you? Good get out story, of my room. old man. Now leave my house. <laughs> I'm just imagining him like in full spectral form, hovering over a kid's bed, going, "You better watch out. You, you better, better watch out. You, you better, better watch out." Kid's <laughs> like, "Okay, okay, gee, God, I'll be good. I don't oh, even know who you are, God." What am I watching for? Parents wake up the next day and the kids are like cleaning the kitchen. Like, oh, Hans Trapp came to me. Oh, that motherfucker. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So grudge match. Grudge match. I'm going to keep my opinion to myself. Okay. And let uh, both of you fight it out before I... Let us battle it out. Yeah. Before I give you who I think would win. 100% Frau Iron Nose. (laughs) Oh, you're 100% on board She going to rip your scarecrow... From stem to stern. With her I mean, nose. With All her she nose. has to do is use her nose. I have I mean, more power and, in my nose than and you have. let's revisit the fact that she would s- disemmel people and stuff them with sticks and straw, which is basically making a fucking scarecrow. Yeah, she's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, good point. She made Hans trap. <laughs> Creator, I creation. I you. I can break Un- you. I can unmake you. I can break you just as easily, Hans. <laughs> Do you break like tree? <laughs> <laughs> but also, she's very wasteful because she eats porridge. She doesn't eat people. Hans at least eats people. He cleans up after himself. So at least there's. I don't that. really know if that's a selling point. It is a selling point. He's yeah. very very neat and he can't get caught. And so he's very sneaky. He could sneak up behind her Can and be like, "Surprise, bitch." He got caught by God with lightning. That's so because God is supposedly all seeing, all knowing. Lightning. Lightning. <laughs> up the ass. <laughs> Pretty sure that's how it happens. Lightning. Up the ass. <laughs> like, you're about to eat this kid. Zap. <laughs> nope. Nope. No All more. Right, so, one vote for Frau Iron Nose. One vote for Hans Trap. Oh, I'm not voting for Hans Trap. Oh. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> like, I'm jumping I was going to have you be tiebreaker, but apparently maybe we don't need a tiebreaker. No, I'm, go- I'm, I'm voting We're for Hans Trap. We're going for Iron I do, Nose? I do yeah. want to hear Jade's opinions, though. All right. Oh, I was literally, the first thing you said was Frau Iron Nose. I'm like, get, she's got a fucking Iron she's Nose. She's got a nose made of iron, and she rips you up with it. And, and it's a beak. It's not has a regular nose. She already has a wrestling name. And she rips you from sternum to asshole (laughs) with said nose. And stuffs you and makes you a scarecrow. And makes you a scarecrow. And then she wins. Ding ding. See, I believe one of the trolls. Because she snips you, but she's really cutting. Like she's ow, ow! Ow, God, that's sharp. What, did you get that sharpened or something? (laughs) She would be sharp nose. Yeah, I got a new sharpener at Bed Bath and Beyond. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice, right? All right, I just so thought Frau Sharp Nose goes into the pile. Frau Iron Nose goes into the winner's circle. Yeah, I'm just going to hold on to all the losers here. Because <laughs> so, apparently I'm getting nothing but losers. Uh, so round three. Trace. Do some. Fight, even. I got, I got multiples. Okay. No tag teams. No tag teams. It's you. It's me versus you, no. Oh, it's me versus... Oh. 
There's and that. Dink. I, I picked for you. Okay. Let's just look at it that way. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, mine's <laughs> not very good. <laughs> All right. I got Le Pierre Fautard. Oh, that sounds very French. It is, oui, oui. Bonjour. And I got Grilla, which is another Icelandic thing. There's a bunch of them. There's a lot. But it was almost like, okay, we have to we have to do something other than the Icelandic ones. But no, there's a ton of them. There's a lot of them. So. There are German and Iceland. There. Yeah, like, those are the monsters. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, Le Pierre. The legend of Le Pierre Fautard. I don't even know if that's actually how you pronounce it. Le Pierre. Le, Le Pierre. Le Pierre Fautard. Fautard. <laughs> anyway, he, do, he doesn't deserve the name to be pronounced correctly. I mean. <laughs> he originates in northern and eastern France. Okay. His name literally translates to Father Whipper. Ooh, Kinky. I love it. Can we use that instead? Like, <laughs> Father Whipper. Kinky. But he does not whip fathers. Oh. Father Whipper's coming <laughs> to <laughs> town. <laughs> you better watch out. Oh no, what? No. Oh no. <laughs> oh, Father no. Whipper's coming to <laughs> fuck you in the ass. <laughs> He is seen as the anti-Santa. Another he, one. Yeah. Ooh, there's a lot of these. Yeah. He is often described as a disheveled looking brute in black robes with either a red or black beard who carries a martinet, which is a scourge style whip. Okay, so I'm in this picture. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like it. I don't like it. Because <laughs> this is 100% me. Disheveled in black robes. I have a red beard. And I carry a whip. Ooh. Whip, baseball bat, exact same thing. It's not the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing I have spoken. (laughs) So as the tale goes, Olfutard was an innkeeper or a butcher, there's discrepancies there, who robbed and murdered three boys who were on their way to church. Aww. After killing them, he and his wife chopped up the boys into bits and made a stew out of them to hide the evidence. I guess they're very yeah. clean as well. You know, they clean up after themselves. Yeah. Leave no evidence. <laughs> <laughs> when St. Nicholas found out what happened, he resurrects the boys, and then Futard uh, supposedly repents for his sins, and as atonement, he must accompany St. Nicholas each year on December 6th. <laughs> Just saying, this is the buddy cop movie that needs to be made. Right. I love this. Like, oh, you murdered those boys. You want to hang out? <laughs> This is like training day, but with mythological figures. The other thing I have a problem with. Like, I repent. (laughs) The other thing I have a problem with is he resurrects the boys. What if they're like, you know, parts of them are in one stomach and the other parts are in another stomach? I think you're thinking of this too literally. (laughs) They're just like, it's dark in here. It's dark and I'm scared. Is this church? Is this church? Is this God? Lori? Harold? I was on my way to church and now it's dark. Mommy? (laughs) <laughs> All right, so who is Le Pierre going against? So Le Pierre is going against Grilla. Ooh, Grilla. I mean, she sounds worse than she actually kind of is. So she's the mother of the Yule lads. Oh, well. she's the one responsible for those fucked up names. Right? Okay, I well, need to talk to your hold mother. Hold on, this get cray. This get cray for a second. All right. Oh 
She actually predates the Yule Lads and Icelandic legend as an ogress who kidnaps, cooks, and eats children who don't obey their parents. Ah. So she and Per Futard have something in common. They have, they have dinner parties. Yeah, they have dinner parties all the time. <laughs> oh, it's, they don't actually want to fight. It's a very fancy catered affair. <laughs> They don't want to fight. No. They make sure you take out the butt hairs. They stick in your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) She was only associated with Christmas in the 17th century when she was assigned to be the mother of the Yule Lads. According to legend, Grilla had three husbands and 72 children. Do they all have fucked up names like Ass Sniffer and and Pot Licker? And Potato Peeler and... (laughs) Potato Balls and... (laughs) They just get progressively worse till it's just like... Forehead, forehead, knee, <laughs> crook nose. chin hair, <laughs> ass stink, nostril, back pimple, back knee. <laughs> and to be fair, if I had that many kids and not a whiff of a child support check, I might be a ripe holiday bitch too. That's a damn good point. The last few are things like named like that's the last one. God damn it! I swear. And I can't believe we did this again. <laughs> I mean it. And if I have another one, them. just fucking kill me. <laughs> please like, let me five. die. If I have another one, just fucking kill me. Can you come in here, please? <laughs> Did you do your homework if I have another one, just fucking kill me? <laughs> so if that house wasn't crowded enough with 72 children and apparently three husbands that I assume my maybe are still hanging out, I don't know. And 13 trolls. They got comfortable. The terrifying Yule Cat also lives with Grilla. How Isn't big they, is this house? Like, I don't know. Isn't the, the Yule Cat massive? The Yule Cat is massive, and we'll get into that when we get to the Yule Cat. But uh, yeah, I feel like these two kind of like wouldn't fight and would have just trade recipes, right? Yeah. They'd be like, "Oh wow, you slow cook your children." Wow, I just put mine amazing. on a spit. Wow. <laughs> have you tried roasting them? I haven't. Baste them with a little thyme and rosemary. Is I've that, heard, I heard it how, worked better. Is that how you make a fetal fighter? <laughs> you gotta you gotta have the chicken broth douche. <laughs> so I feel like this one's kind of a draw, so you might have to be tiebreaker on this one. Yeah. Ooh. You know what? I love a spunky mom who can take care of 72 children and gets absolutely no help from these menses whatsoever. Or the giant cat that lives in her house. The giant cat that lives in her house. He fends for himself. Yeah, he's fine. But I'm going to go with the wannabe Sweeney Todd. Fair. (laughs) That's a fair one. I think uh, LaPere takes that one. I would have went for Grilla. She had 72 kids. That bitch is badass. Well, yeah, but she's busy. Yeah, she got. She ain't taking care of them kids. They're all their shipping doors. She lets one lick spoons and pots. How observant could she be? He's cleaning. He's helping his mother around the house. She is a damn good mother. Hey, spooky listeners! The holidays are a special time for family gatherings, blood sacrifices, and gift giving. Blood makes a good gift. It it does. That's all I want for Christmas. (laughs) All I want for Christmas is blood. That's my favorite color. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather a cricket, but blood is fine too. <laughs> what better gift to give than merch from your favorite podcast? Ooh. Yeah. That's right. Confuse the shit out of Nana by buying her one of our logo shirts. <laughs> Thanks. What? What's this spooky show? I love it, Sunny. Thank you. What What am I being warned? What is... What's, what, what's warning? Where's Christmas? 
<laughs> she's not asking about the holiday. She's looking for her son. Where, yeah. Christmas. First name Chris, last name Matt. Yes. <laughs> if you don't know what to get your great aunt Hortense, I bet she'd love a this spooky show mug. She probably does. Hortense is a badass bitch. Mm. Mm-hmm. And what about Grandpa Felix? Well, he's been dead for six years, but I bet we have a branded blanket in just his size. We, do we don't discriminate. Exactly. We have them in skeleton size. It's fine. <laughs> so... Where can you find all this wonderful holiday bounty? Why at Zazzle.com slash this spooky show, of course. Remember that any purchases you make go to funding this show. Ching, ching. This one right here. Yeah. The one that we're on right now. Make sure to send us photos of you and your newly purchased merch so we can post them on our Instagram and Twitter feeds and make all your friends super jealous. Super jealous. Super dupes jealous. <laughs> Remember, for all your macabre holiday gift needs, Zazzle.com slash this spooky show. And now, back to the show. Hey, wait. You guys hear that? Hmm? I, that, maybe. That whistling noise. It's like, oh, it's, it's the spirits. They've come back. Oh. Yeah, they've got another message for us. Why, thank you, spirits. Let's see what they say today. Your wound is probably not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. You'll never be free of the people who harmed you until you take full responsibility for your own healing. No matter what family you were born into, what body you got stuck in, or what weird shit has happened to you along the way, this is your life and no one else's. Be tender with the parts of you that are hurt and the parts of you that are struggling. Take ownership of your whole beautiful, dented, pieced together self. If you blame someone for who you are, you give them ownership of you. That sucks wet shit, doesn't it? Focus on what you can do right now to be your very own badass healer. Bam. Oh, thank Bam. you, spirits. Thank you, spirits. That was very sweet. It was. <laughs> and I'd rather not suck wet shit. No, I don't want to suck wet shit either. I don't want to suck any shit, to be honest. Do you suck wet shit, Spooky Nation? Comment below. <laughs> we're standing by. <laughs> oh All right, and we're back with our holiday grudge match. Woo! Who's it gonna be this time? All right, so round four. You okay there, Cauldron? You still sound angry. You really don't like the holidays, do you? Do seasonal depression. I mean, I have it. The mood. Same. (laughs) Mood, Cauldron. Ow! Son of a. Just because you have seasonal depression doesn't mean you can bite me. Doesn't mean you can bite me. Okay. I have year-round depression. Can I bite? Yeah, same. Sure. (laughs) You know what? I bite, so it's okay. Alrighty. I bite if you ask nice. Ooh, I have a classic. I just bite. (laughs) I have Krampus. Ooh, I have the Yule Cat. Oh, these are both amazing. Y'all are in for it. Round four. Fight. Do stuff. (laughs) And do things. Why don't we let the cat go first? All right. Let's let it out of the bag. So. Oh, my God. The sack, if you will. I knew you were going to say that. I was sitting there going, she's going to say the fucking sack. She's going to say the Santa sack. She's sitting right behind me with that look on her face. I just... Can I go? No. You can leave. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Really? (laughs) Please don't leave me. (laughs) Please don't. Please don't go. Please don't go. So this one's going to be a fun name because it's another Icelandic one. So I have no idea how to pronounce this. So, Yolak? Doturin? 
yeah, we'll go with that. Sure. AKA the Yule Cat. So the Yule Cat or Christmas Cat is not a nice kitty. In Uh fact, he will probably eat you. Literally. Most cats? Literally will eat you. But we can (laughs) change him. Aw. That's That's not healthy. (laughs) Yeah, like, no. No, he's just going to eat your ass. (laughs) <laughs> he unlike Krampus, he ain't gonna beat your ass, but he gonna eat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> this character is a part of Icelandic tradition and folklore from the 19th century, where apparently fashion was a life or death situation. According to tradition, if you completed your chores before Christmas, you would get new clothes as a reward. So you get new clothes as a present. Aww. Lazy children who didn't do their chores would not get new clothes, and they would have to deal with the Yule Cat. Are those last season's J's? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Nobody like that, boo-boo. As an enforcer, much like Daddy Krampus, the Yolactatorin would sniff out the children who had no articles of new clothing, like a diabetic in a chocolate factory. <laughs> Side note, this is also no tiny house cat we're dealing with, so it's not like he would just sneak in through the pet door. No, no. The Yule Cat towers over the tallest houses, peering in through the windows to see what each child has received as gifts. So this is a cat the size of a home. It makes me think of a cat bus. Yeah, but bigger. Like, like the cat's up to the roof, like the, as big as the house. The cat's not going to fit in the house, so that makes this next part a little confusing, but still. <laughs> So if the, new, if the new clothes are among the gifts that the child received, the cat moves along. If there are no new clothes, the cat first eats the child's holiday dinner Aww. before moving on to the main course, the child itself. So it, like, it pisses you off first and then, like, uses that anger as sort of, like, a seasoning. I guess. So it just, like, as an appetizer, fucks with you and then eats you when you're nice and ripe and angry. Or terrified. I don't know. Terror is a good seasoning, too. I feel like this is 100% something that a cat would do. Yeah. <laughs> it probably plays with its food first, too. Like, like most oh, cats you do. wanted this? Well, I'm going to eat it. Just it kind right of bats the kid around the room. You a can't little bit. have this. You know, picks it up, throws it up in the air a few times. Or he catches it. <laughs> Stop playing with your food, Yule Cat. Okay. Well, clearly he's an outdoor cat because I mean, he would not fit in Gryla's house. No. <laughs> Unless her house, I mean, she has 72 children. So this house must be massive. And obviously big enough to fit, like, a giant cat who's as big as a house. Unless it, like, shapeshifts when it goes inside. That doesn't really say. So maybe it, like, can shrink down to the size of a still imposing, but maybe, like, a lion-sized cat. And then it gets in the house, and then it eats the child, and then it goes back to normal giant size when it goes back outside. I don't know. I'm just or, imagining 72 children, like, all curled up in the fur, just all snuggled up and Sleeping warm. on it like a big living beanbag. And it's like, these are my 72 children that I must protect. Or, <laughs> fun fact, the cat is the house. That's that's weird, oh, and that's... I don't like that. <laughs> and do they just, like... Before he goes hunting, he hacks them out like a fur ball. <laughs> I was gonna say, do they just, like, hang out? Like, nah, I don't really want to leave the house today. <laughs> it's warm and furry in here. Too bad. Get out. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to say that uh, your dear old Yule Cat has to go up against, as you said... Daddy Krampus. Daddy Krampus. Daddy Daddy Goals. (laughs) That was almost the name of this episode. (laughs) What was it again? Papa Zila. Ah. Daddy Goals. Krampus isn't Papa (laughs) Zila. Der Krampus isn't Papa Zila. The Krampus is Daddy Goals. (laughs) 
Hashtag take it home with you. Yeah. Daddy goals. Not that. Dude, the Krampus is daddy goals. <laughs> Please just don't hashtag daddy goals. You'll get completely be different other, things. Yeah, a whole other thing. <laughs> so, we all know this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The anti-Santa himself, the number one honcho, Krampus. In most interpretations, Krampus is represented in an almost devil-like form, complete with horns and hooves. The legend goes that on December 5th, Krampusnacht, a.k.a. Krampus Night, Mm -hmm. in Austria and Germany, which is the day before St. Nicholas's Day, Krampus had it first, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Krampus stalks the countryside, seeking disobedient and bad children. Coal in your stocking is a slap on the wrist compared to what Krampus has in store for you. According to the story, if you are a bad child, Krampus comes to your home, spanks you soundly with a bundle of sticks, (laughs) then straight up puts you in a sack, along with the cat, and takes you away to his lair in the underworld. Told you he's daddy goals. Daddy goals. (laughs) Said to be the son of hell in Norse mythology, Krampus is one holiday demon that you don't want showing up to your house. I mean, Unless you're into getting swatted with birch sticks. I mean. True. And put <laughs> I in say, I don't really want any of the holiday demons showing up at my house. I, I would kind of want the cat. Yeah, I'm kind of am into the cat. I haven't bought myself new clothes in like three years. Oh, the cat's coming to your house. Yeah. Then. You are in trouble. <laughs> I put that out there and now the cat's going to come and, and eat me. The cat's like, what's that? <laughs> it's like, oh, No new clothes. You're still wearing that old getup. Ugh. Ugh. Girl. Ugh. Uh, I want to imagine that that's kind of how he talks. Just like this, oh, honey, no. Oh, honey. Oh, honey, no. No. That is so last season. You know what? There is no the, fixing this. I'm just going to fucking children. eat you. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is so pots and pans. <laughs> I was trying to think of a queer eye pun and I couldn't do it. I just got Yule eye. Yule cat eye? I don't know. Cat eye for the eaten child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eaten child. All right, so... I'm a cat person, so I'm going to go with Yule Cat in this one, just because Yule Cat's huge. I feel like Yule Cat could eat Krampus. Krampus <gasps> is the size of a person. Yeah. <gasps> Sorry. Sorry about it. Krampus done fell off, man. He's too mainstream. I mean, while Krampus is quite intimidating, especially with the whole beating you with sticks and putting you in a sack and going into the underworld... Kind of have to give it to Yule Cat, too, because yeah. he's as big as a house. And he eats you. Aw, oh, man. See, I'm the only one that's like, no, Krampus for the win. Krampus forever. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I... She's hashtag Team Krampus. I am. I don't think his bundle... Like, because I know cats, like, in old uh, movies and things like that, like, they'd be shooed away with a broom. I really don't think his bundle of sticks, though, is gonna... It's gonna shoo away a cat the size of a house. Yeah. Maybe I just like the way he carries those sticks. Okay, we don't need to know about your kinky things. <laughs> That's more about... It's, it's, we're getting into a whole weird area here. This is not that kind of podcast. <laughs> or is it? Hey. I mean, it can be quite spooky. Unless you're feeling amorous. Well, well then good, good night. night. <laughs> so I'm knocked. I think we got to give it to Yule Cat. Yule Cat. So Yule Cat for the win on that one. Ta-da! Ta-da! So, all right. So on to, so now we have our little winner circle of the first four matches. So we have our winners. So we're going to pit um, them against each other in a single elimination combat. 
So let's go with, I'm just going to blindly pick two, and you guys can duke it out. All right. What do I got? All right. So round five, semifinal. La Père Futard. Versus. That's what I got. Frau Iron Beak. Oh. Uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> this is a good one. All right. So uh, plead your case. I'm up against Frau Iron Beak again. Yep. You <laughs> lost to her before. And I'm going to lose to her again. Are we She's gonna, so hardcore. Are we going to make this a zero and two? Yeah, I'm I'm failing miserably here. Come on, Cauldron. I thought we were buds. <laughs> I mean, it's it's quite hard. I will, in your defense, it is quite hard to beat an Iron Beak. Yeah, especially when she can disembowel you. And I mean, this one's just Sweeney Todd, like yeah. I said. Like they chopped they chopped up the kids, but he didn't disembowel them. No, and stuffed exactly. them with sticks and stones. So I'm gonna have to concede once again just because God, what a badass bitch. And Frau Ironbeak remains undefeated. She goes on to the finals. She goes on to the final round, the final octagon. Sorry, Le Père Futard. With one chair shot. <laughs> From the top rope. She used a chair Frau shot. Iron Beak with a steel chair. <laughs> she steel chairs him yeet right out of yeet the octagon. right out of the right out of the. I've never heard a color commentator say yeet. That would be amazing. Please, please make. Just this wait. Happen. It's 2019. It's coming. Jim Ross, please. All right. So we're just gonna mix. All right. So round six are gonna be our other semifinalists. Uh huh. We're just gonna do them at random. Oh Jesus. Whoa. That wasn't asking for help. That was... No, you... I can't do both of them. Yeah, you give one to learn. No. Here, I'll take one. All right. All right, so... The Yule Lads versus... The Yule Cat. Oh, the cat wins. Oh, I finally win. The fucking cat wins. <laughs> I finally win. Okay, picture... Uh, plead the case. I'll plead the case for losing. Um, 13 trolls... Short little guys, like David the Gnome, versus a cat the size of a motherfucking house. He's gonna eat them all in one gulp. I don't care if they lick spoons. I don't care. But yeah. they live together, so maybe like Whoa. one just, gulp. Oh, well, I'm just saying maybe there's a familial bond. Like the cat I could never hurt to. his Yule lads. But then the Yule lads would never want to hurt the cat. So maybe this isn't a fight. It's another one that's not a fight. However, if it was, no. at least there's the one that has all the sausage, so it's already flavored. He is he is the flavored one. <laughs> Though I have to argue against the Yule Lads real quick. Uh, Grayla has 72 children. Yeah, she's not going to she miss 13. Buying, well, no, that, but she's also not buying anybody new clothes. That, too. Oh. <laughs> but fun side note about the Yule Cat, too, is that part of the... There was a poem that went around, around the time that the legend came around, that encouraged kids to give like hand-me-downs basically to poor children so poor children wouldn't get asked out in the whole yule cat thing because you'd imagine kids that were like poor and like orphans would not be getting new clothes probably right, right? Oh, so they would, me. right so they would probably be like 
menu numero uno, you know, like appetizer for the fucking Yule Cat. They're going to be, sh- it's going to hit the orphanage first because easy fucking pickings. Oh, absolutely. But that was like part of the poem was like, hey, you should give your clothes because those are technically new clothes to them, loophole, mm-hmm. to the orphans so that they don't get eaten. Ta-da. They should really do a pen pal trade in that. So it's like, I give you new clothes, you give me your old clothes. And then the Yule Cat goes, what the shit is this? And nobody gets eaten. <laughs> I ain't going, I, I ain't eating nothing this holiday. I'm so I hungry. I am starving. You know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna eat those 13 fucking gnomes. Wait, there's your argument. They each exchange clothes. They're new to them. This one smells like sausage. This one stinks <laughs> like sausage. So the cat couldn't eat them. I mean, I don't think it, I don't know. They're not children, either. They're just, I mean, they're just trolls. They're not children. Yeah. One licks spoons. I'm pretty sure he's a child. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't say, <laughs> <laughs> this tastes like I'm purple. helping. This tastes uh. like metal. <laughs> this tastes like lead. <laughs> My face feels funny. <laughs> Does anyone else's face feel funny? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm gonna, I, obviously I have to go Yule Cat. It beat Krampus. I mean, as much as I would like to argue the fact of, like, numbers versus numbers, like, it's a cat the size of a fucking house. Yeah. Yeah. We try. And they're not children. So. So they're exempt from that rule, which so, also means they can be eaten. Yeah. Exactly. And one of them, well, two of them, actually, one of them has baked goods, too. So two of them are flavored, well, which is just asking food. for it. So, like, one of them steals, like, the milk. The cat's gonna want the milk, right? Oh, I forgot about the milk sniffer. The milk, the milk foam stealer. <laughs> the, the, the barista of the group. <laughs> you have to know the difference between a macchiato and oh, an Americano. And the cat okay. just gulps him down. I just didn't want to hear it. <laughs> I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> the one that steals yogurt. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. The one that steals meat, preferably smoked lamb, the cat's gonna want that shit. Shit, I forgot all about the other ones. It's the sausage and the spoon liquor. Oh, and alone. The- <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna matter. It's the one, and the one doesn't even have, like, he, the, the bowl one likes liquor. goods. Yeah, like, no. No. Like, those, they're goners. They're fucking goners. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that. I won one. So. <laughs> so. We're gonna hand over to our sacrifice yes. Quincy for the final round who do you think would win in a final match so sudden death round it's time to name our ultimate holiday havoc champion they get the belt the belt <laughs> the winners of each death match are going to face off in the battle who comes so, out on top so it's Yule Cat versus Old Iron Beak Yule Cat versus Lady Iron Beak okay I'm gonna give it to Lady Iron Beak because while Yule Cat is the size of a building, as soon as he eats her, she's just gonna Rip cut her way, way out. out. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna I didn't Tommy even Lee think Jones it. She disembowels, right? I wanted to get my gun back. <laughs> I wanted to get my gun back. She's like, oh, I left this in here. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, old Lady Iron Beak, she wins. Lady Iron Beak? I mean, she is a pretty badass chick. So, so yeah. A.K.A. Lady Ironbeak. And if anybody is an artist out there and can draw us Please some draw art these, yes. of oh, Frau Perchta fighting all these people and winning, please. I would love to see it. And just please draw me a Yule Cat, because I love cats. That too. I also really do want to see Der Krampus die Flammenwerfer. Please. 
<laughs> please. And that means the Krampus is a flamethrower. I want to see a picture of Krampus with a fucking flamethrower. With the flamethrower, yes. Like, holding it out and so fuck that bundle of sticks. He's got the sack and he's got the chains and he's got the fucking flamethrower. And he's like, come at me, fucking kids. <laughs> I would like to see him as like a cyborg. Get in your sack or I'm burning your fucking house down. <laughs> you want to save your family, don't you? Get in the sack. <laughs> in the bag. In the bag. And <laughs> now. Like, yes, Daddy Krampus. <laughs> yes, Daddy Krampus. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, like, Nine. like, robot arm, like, half Terminator Krampus yeah. with a fucking flamethrower. Done. Or just, like, built Done. into his arm. Huh. So it's just like, oh, it's, <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Go, go, gadget Krampus. <laughs> go, go, gadget. <laughs> go, go, this, please make this a, a, go, a thing. Go, go, power Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Congratulations to our winner, Lady Ironbeak, and thank you for taking the time in this busy holiday season to spend some time with us. It does warm our shriveled little black hearts, so. It does. And please don't cut them out and fill it with stones. And please don't fill us with stones and sticks, Lady Ironbeak. We love you. (laughs) I love the cat more, but whatever. We'll leave out porridge. Yeah, we'll leave out porridge. Porridge! Porridge? I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. Please visit our Patreon and our social media feeds for updates, as well as us just being generally entertaining. It's uh, true. We got to pat ourselves on the back a little bit. Exactly. There. <laughs> we're we're on all the major social media networks, so we're on there as this spooky show. We're not hard to find. Uh, we're so grateful for all of you. When we started this thing, we had no idea what it could turn into, and in only five months, we've only been doing this for five months, y'all. We have come such a long way. If you listen to the first episode and then come back and listen to that this one, it's yeah. so much I say different. Um, a lot. In Me that too. One. Apologies, y'all. I think we are so much more comfortable in front of microphones I mean, now. That's true. Because now it's just like we're having a conversation. Yes. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. It's <laughs> supposed I'm, to be in like. Ah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna apologize. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> We are so excited to creep into the new year with you, and we have such amazing things on deck for 2020, so stay tuned, loyal Spooky Nation. You haven't seen anything yet. Speaking of the new year, we will be taking the new year off, so to kind of make up for that, we have decided to release this one a little early, as we've already mentioned before. So happy holidays. So You're welcome. Happy holidays. <laughs> You're welcome. No, it's not returnable. <laughs> Yes, it is your size. Don't give me that. <laughs> there ain't no gift receipt. <laughs> you don't get eaten by your cat, and you get an episode. There. You're welcome. You're welcome. So thank you and happy holidays from us, your dread friends at this spooky show. Mm-hmm. We will see you next year with episode 13, Hometown Haunts, West Virginia, Mothman Mama. <laughs> you are fucking welcome for that as well. Mothman Consider that a gift. Mama. <laughs> I mean, I, this is my hometown episode, so I have to have fun with it, because otherwise I'm going to go fucking crazy, so. Mountain Mama. Stay tuned. Mountain Mama. <laughs> Stay tuned to see Vivian go fucking crazy. And, I mean, I don't. I'm not look y'all, I'm not looking forward to this episode. But. At all. I think it's a chance for us to bring back Cletus and Cletus. Oh, yeah. that That's going to happen. You best believe. <laughs> and they just brewed up a nice, fresh batch of. Christmas water. It Brought ha- to you by this spooky I know show. It tastes like Christmas. And the Sinto. Christmas water. Cletus, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been brewing a Sin tub all day. I know it tastes like trees, okay? <laughs> what do you think's in it? 
Trees. Trees. <laughs> I added cinnamon. What more you want? A little nutmeg. I mean, I put some of them air fresheners in there. It's also shaped like trees, so it's fine. <laughs> it's natural. It don't taste too much like cardboard. Right. <laughs> oh, yes, this episode is going to be fun, y'all. This is going to be great. So, anyways, stay, stay spooky, spooky, friends. friends.